Hey, this is Stuart Ball from Halifax, Nova Scotia in Canada. Hi, this is Simon of Melbourne, Australia. Garrett Carlson of Hilo, Hawaii. Lisa Marie calling from Puerto Rico. This is Igor Varabey from Ukraine in the former Soviet Union. Peter Ryan from Montreal, Canada. Mark Kennelly from Glendale Heights, Illinois. Hi, this is Greg Williams from Knoxville, Tennessee, and I'm stuck in the 80s. And I'm stuck in the 80s. And I'm stuck in the 80s. And I'm happily stuck in the 80s. And I am totally stuck in the 80s. And I'm totally stuck in the 80s. Video may have killed the radio star, but stuck in the 80s will live on forever. Travel back in time to the 80s. Reliving the music. You can't have the Pretender's first album. That's mine. I bought it. You did not. The catchphrases. Did you have a brain tumor for breakfast? And the wannabes. Sometimes I see you dance around the house in my underwear. Doesn't make me Madonna. Never will. Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Can you say stuck in the 80s? Welcome, 80s fans, to the one-year anniversary of our podcast, Stuck in the 80s, and a special thanks to all those fans whose voices you hear before the show. We love you, too. As always, my name is Steve Spears, online news editor for the St. Petersburg Times and TampaBay.com, and with me... Hello, it's Kathy Wass, news researcher from the St. Pete Times. Hey, and I'm Sean Daly, pop music critic from the St. Pete Times. Steve Spears, you crafty son of a bitch. You like the intro. Oh, God, it was amazing. Gave me, me goosebumps. It gave me more than that. Ouch. <laughs> Hello. Well done. Congratulations and happy anniversary to you and you and you and yes. everybody on this uh, Happy anniversary. Well, thanks. It's been a great year. We've had a blast. Every week getting together and talking about the 80s, sharing some of our favorite bands and movies. Sharing dirty stories oh, yeah. about That's your conquests. Best. That's the Conquest. best part. Molly Sherman. Uh, shout out to Molly <laughs> Sherman. Uh, Natalie Diffenbaugh. Oh, yeah. uh, who else have I... Uh, everybody. You've outed everybody. Slimed. Outed everyone. But, um, but the one thing that we saved for this week, for the one year anniversary show, was the, the best band of the 80s, dare we say? I, I'll go ahead and say it. I Duran, have no Duran. We have sat on this band for a full year... Waiting for just the opportunity to do it upright. And you guys have been talking about day. this for weeks and weeks and weeks. weeks. Months. 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 Frankly, I don't like them that much. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Duran Duran, too. But not as big as Kathy. Kathy, this is your show. This is your special day. <sighs> this Duran Duran, my band. I I'm lived bo- and breathed Duran Duran for much of my adolescence. You still every, inhale every now and yes. then a little Simon yes. Bond. Li- oh, John. Oh, John, Taylor bon. John Taylor was my John man. Taylor. I have a story about Since. John Taylor coming face to face with John Taylor oh, a don't, later. don't hesitate. Let's give it to yeah, us right now. Yeah, give it to us. Uh, a couple years ago, uh, maybe about a year and a half ago, uh, I was working for the Washington Post, and they sent me from Washington to New York to uh, interview Duran Duran. I got all of them. And uh, the they were. This lineup. is this is when Astronaut, their last album, their comeback album, yeah. so to speak, came out. And the first day I saw them, uh, they were at the Virgin Mega Store in Times Square, and uh, they were doing a signing. But they also had sectioned off part of the store where all the books were. There was a big curtain that was kind of like their dressing room. And I was friends with their PR person, so they let me go back there and kind of mingle around. And they were kind of over by the crudité, you know. <laughs> Simon was double dipping. I didn't see oh, that. No, and uh, I was—I I, kind of wandered over by the graphic novels section, 
and uh, and I'm you know like a nerd, the nerd that I am. And all of a sudden, John Taylor came over, and I looked at him. And the first thing I said, instead of introducing myself, <laughs> I really said, "You handsome son of a bitch." <laughs> and he kind of laughed, and he said, "And he said, no, 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 it's it's, it's not what's on the outside, mate. It's what's on the inside." And then he gave oh. me this wolf grin, like oh. you know, I'm gonna eat you alive. Oh, and I'm, no, I'm, a, oh. I'm a straight man. By that time, I was like. <laughs> <laughs> You, know, you felt was, all funny I, I was about to get the knee pads. Wow. <laughs> he was really handsome. And then, uh, to make a long story short, I, you know, I'm, uh, the next day I was, we were in the penthouse of the Sony building in New York City, and I was at a table uh, uh, with all of them, you know. And you know who the nicest one was? Very accommodating. The nicest guy asking about me, my family. Go ahead, guess who it was? Nick Rhodes. It was indeed Nick Rhodes, yes, and he's he still is. he's still a beautiful man too. He is. But you know, uh, Andy was kind of uh, you know he's kind of like the rocker. In yeah, the group, he and is. He was kind of off on his own. They were all really really cool. Simon was the only one who kept kind of flitting in and out of the room, and he wasn't very very interested. Yeah. And uh, and the one question that he really came alive with was uh, I asked him. Um, how you know uh, about parenting tips because they all have kids now. yeah and i think he told me that you should always dance with your daughters that's, Aww, sweet. that's I, and sweet. I, and I had ava and ava was uh brand new my daughter's two and a half now but she was brand new and so that's why i asked that question of all these guys and it was really really sweet all their answers oh that's sweet now so, you've inter- you've interviewed dozens of bands hundreds of bands do you think that they light up more when they see, when they hear a question that they haven't heard before is that one of your challenges I, is to is to find a question that they haven't heard absolutely and, and with Duran Duran especially oh, yeah. with this kind of storied career i mean all every question i presented to them had to have a bit of an edge and i'll be honest sometimes these guys you know these are these are good time brits you know oh yeah and so the the language got a little saucy and i couldn't write it in the paper but that's some way sometimes that's how you kind of break boundaries and these guys were great i mean they're really really great and they're just the reason why duran duran is still incredibly popular today and why they had some such enduring popularity is because they're great uh, media manipulators. Oh, yes. They never turned down an interview request. Never. I mean, those guys were doing phoner after phoner there, too. You know, in between a lot of them, during my interview, the, the sit-down with them, they'd kind of go out of the room and they'd do it like a five-minute phoner. I mean, these guys are great with the press. Yeah. You know, they were never jerks. They never said, go away. And with the, the, the audience, too. Yeah. They always did signings. You know? Oh, yeah, they yeah. That's FaceTime. where I first met them. Yes, yeah. was that oh, yeah, a signing? Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Oh, here Kathy's we go. Stories, okay. Right. Your I've first time them. meeting them. How old were you? I... <laughs> Um, it would have been 93, Ooh, but, um, went on. to the Blockbuster Music in Pembroke Pines where they did their signing. It was for the Thank You album. And, oh, is uh, that the, uh, the covers White album. Lines? I actually yeah. like that. Some people yeah. say it's like one of the worst albums yes, ever. You're turning yes, red right now. No, Pop Trash is, uh, their worst album ever, isn't it? I think it was No, I think named. it's Thank You. Thank You was named by... Q or something as the worst album ever, I believe. It's a British thing. Yeah, I like. I know. I well, their the version of White Lines was cool. I thought but anyway, so there anyway, you are. You're at a blockbuster. So they didn't music. tour for that. So they only did signings. So I went with my friend Patty, the Cuban American version of me, and your Cuban doppelganger. Yes, and we both loved John Taylor, and we were like, we're going to be so cool. We're going to be casual about this. We're adults now. It's fine. So I get up. I bring my book up to get to get it signed and. Simon was either drunk or on drugs. He was going off on everything. He had no idea what he was saying. He drew a little picture in my book. He was just crazy. But then I got to John Taylor, and I just froze. I couldn't say a word. 
I just stood there and the security guard had to move me across the stage oh, because I was man. just frozen. Oh, that's and I was cute. like, no. So um, we then followed them to the airport afterwards. And I know she had a picture them. here. And like, I, I'm like, that's yeah, not from Black Book. No, no, that's from the Miami airport after we followed them. And uh, they got out of the, the limo and Simon was like, well, how far Where is Pembroke Pines from Miami? Um, it's a, it was about, about an hour. It's, yeah. So you follow them for this an is hour. South Florida. Yeah, South yeah. Florida. Hi, yeah. Where, but I, weren't you, I bet you weren't the only person following no, them. No, no. Because there there's like someone with, in this picture, you could see someone uh, getting their guitar signed. It was a convoy so. So this book of has nerds. their signatures yes. in it? This yeah. book has their signatures? Wow. Yes. Where? And it, in the front page. Oh, my God. <gasps> there you go. Look at this. And there's Simon's wow. little picture. Now, in Simon's oh defense, uh, he uh, he drew a picture in your book. I know. Unless I it know. wasn't just some so, squiggle and like, get no, the heck out of no. here. No, so yeah. This is fantastic. But I, yeah. So that was the, the first you, time I met them. The second time second is time the one that led been. to your extensive jail time, right? Yeah, uh, no. Yeah, well, no. Um, the second time was at the Tampa Bay Performing Arts Center. I got to go backstage. That would have been Medazzalin. So it was just Simon... Nick, John, and Warren. Wait, what, what word did you just say? Medazzaland? Their yeah, album Medazzaland. Yeah. Wow. That, wow. One, that one didn't make it in the mind. Well, this would have been when John was not in the band. Oh, so it would have been Simon, okay. Nick, and Warren. And Warren was really nice, but I was always like, he's not even a real member of the band, even though he had been in the band longer than Andy Taylor at this point. But I'm like, he's not, you know, he's not really a member. Did you ignore Warren? Did you make him feel your icy no, coldness? Yeah, no. No. I took my picture next to him. He put my ar- his arm around me. It was all good. Speaking of icy coldness, Steve, do you um, <laughs> have you ever met Duran Duran? No. I, do you kind of feel a little left out? Because yeah. I don't have a story to share? Yeah. I actually have, have a story to share. <gasps> Should we just, oh. just lay them all out right now? Just lay them all out. Well, can we hit them with a little music first? Yeah. Let's hit them with, Let's the- hit them with my favorite song. What's that? My favorite uh, Duran Duran song is Girls on Film, and I have a DVD at home uh-huh. that has the uncensored the version. Unexpurgated. Does that mean? Uh, yes. what is, is unexpurgated? Does that mean? Close enough. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so, this is why it's your favorite. Film. Yeah. You know, when uh, I've talked about uh, my dirty attraction to MTV, and when I was a kid, you know, sometimes when you're a young man, you're, you, you go to MTV for impure reasons, and Girls <laughs> yeah. on Film was always was a favorite of, of mine, you know? God. Anyway, I'm sorry. You can edit all that out if you like. <laughs> but Steve, let's hear your dirty st- Oh, let's hear it's your story. Okay. 1984 was when I first got into the band. 1983, 1984. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So 1984 is the Seven and the Ragged Tiger yes. Tour. And it's hard to argue that this. This is probably the height of Duran Duran's Oh, it is. Yep. Oh, yeah. So they're coming to, they're coming to town. I, I lived here in, in uh, Tampa Bay. They're coming to Lakeland, which was the nearest oh, concert venue okay. back in the day. And uh, my girlfriend at the time snags tickets to the show. And uh, my girlfriend at the time was a year older than me. Name was Elisa, in case you're okay. I'm just I dated Elisa. You to the punch on that, did you? You yeah. dated my Elisa? She was Colombian. 
It wasn't Maya Lisa. No, I think okay, she, you sound better though. She was Colombia. She, she was great, Maya Lisa, but she was violent. But I think she also <laughs> loved Duran Duran. Okay. Hmm. But uh, I sense a thing. So Elisa's got the tickets, and we're ready to go. So you're a junior in high school. Junior in high school, and uh, so she had the tickets to the show, and uh, it was just a done deal that we were going to go to the show. Everything's going to be great. I was going to enjoy. It. I mean, I loved Duran Duran back then, and uh, so. I, but just out of courtesy, I tried to run it by my mom. No. Denied. No. Why? I don't know why I even did it. I should have just said, you know, I'm going out tonight. Uh, why denied by no. your mom? It's just the fickle finger of fate sometimes when it comes to oh, parents. Just and it saying, did that with the cars too, right? She did that with, wow. with Kiss, the cars, Ario Speedwagon, and Duran Duran. I don't know which I hold. Oh, see, my mom knew better. Contempt, she would never. Did you already have the tickets? Yeah. Oh. How much were tickets back then? Oh, I remember. Like, oh, I forgot. 15, $12. Maybe $15. I yeah, probably. This was probably a $15 show, and it was general admission, you know, back in the day when you didn't have to have oh. assigned seats. Oh. And, Oh, man, did I want to see him bad. She said no. And it oh. turned out, I mean, the real reason was that she didn't want to say was she hated my girlfriend. Or at least she thought she was a, a bad, bad girl. Influence. Bad my mom, my, bad girl. My mom, yeah, was wor- worried about Natalie Diffenbaugh a lot, and she had good reason to. <laughs> That's the moral of the story. The yeah. parents wow. were always wrong. And that is the moral of the story. Because in, in retrospect, yeah, she was probably a bad influence. But Yeah, but, but you missed Duran Duran. But I missed Duran Duran. I would never oh. get a chance to see I heard to it was a bad show. No, I heard well, had a sore the Ragged throat. Tiger yeah. was the best tour. Is that ever. the show right there? That I have. I pulled the review from the show. I went, my dad took me to Duran Duran. It was my very first concert on that tour i was up in uh at the rosemont horizon to see duran duran and my dad said that was the worst concert he had ever been to he would go see kiss again rather than have to hear he he couldn't hear for days afterwards because he said the girls were screaming so loud well that i could have lived without but it was just yeah but really to this day i still have mental scars left from oh yeah did you uh how far did you get with elisa she was my first Oh, so that's so why instead, mom. But instead oh. of going to the Duran Duran concert, you get back at your mother by renting a room at a Cano Lodge, <laughs> and you lose your virginity to Elisa Barbagallo. <laughs> <laughs> How were you your first time? You were a little clunky? <laughs> Who isn't clunky their first time? <laughs> it was clunky for a few seconds. I need, uh, some, I need some music to clean. Well, tell you what. Palette. Tell you what. Wow. And let's, let's take a song from Seven and the Ragged Tiger. How about The Reflex? I want... Uh, I want a Union of the Snake. Oh, yes. That would be more appropriate. <laughs> and with that, a special greeting from one of our fans. Hey there, Steve, Sean, Kathy, and all the gang. This is Luke Grilly from St. Petersburg saying congratulations on a full year of being stuck in the 80s. Telegram Force You know, you know what's funny about this song? Lou. Lou. Lou, sweet Lou. Sweet Lou. I never liked this song back in the day. This was probably my least favorite song really? off of Seven and the Ragged Tiger. And now I love it. I go I go into like a sugar induced frenzy every oh, time I yeah. hear it. But but back then I just and oh. it's also I think their worst video. Really? I like that video. Really? It's Sean, not my favorite, favorite video. But- a favorite video of all time? <laughs> I like oh, the during- reflex with the giant wave. Oh yeah. Can we hear that? I love reflex. I'm going to throw water on Kathy to recreate. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
soothing refrains of the reflex. It's a great song. I was driving to work this morning listening to their greatest hits oh, collection yeah. called Greatest. Yeah. And uh, I just don't think they sound dated at no, all. No, they don't. They I don't. always say that about a lot of the bands, but I don't think they sound dated no. at all. And, and they easily could have with, I mean, especially being a synth band like they were, they could have. But God, they have a good sound. You know, and I remember being a young kid and, and cruising Mooney Boulevard in Visalia, <laughs> California with my cousin Todd. And he had a brand new stereo system put into his car and he would crank. Um, what's the ap- uh, album with um, uh, Please Please Tell Me Now? Wasn't that? Duran Duran. It's Duran Duran. That's the first one. And it also yeah. has, uh, does it have girls on film line? Yeah. Yep. And, yep. and he had this great stereo system and it sounds as good, they sound as good today. And as fresh today as they did back then. And I'm serious. It's a great, they're a great cruising band, too. Let's take a second and yeah. talk about how the band started, because I think a lot of people think of them as an '80s band. In reality, they sort of formed more in the late '70s, 70s. back in uh, Birmingham, England. And, and Kathy, who who were the two members that actually started the band? Um, it would be Nick Rhodes and John Taylor. The uh, John Taylor on bass. Yes. Nick Rhodes. Well, on... he was originally on guitar, right. and then switched to bass, and then right. Nick Rhodes on keyboards. And they actually went through. A lot of other members, like Andy, wasn't their original guitarist. No, and, and Simon, Simon was, was not their their lead singer. In fact, before Simon LeBond, the band had a series of other lead singers, and the singer right before Simon was a Birmingham musician named Andy Wicket. Andy joined the band back in '79. Today, he's still in Birmingham, and he has careers in both computer animation and music. He joins us live today from Birmingham via phone. Uh, yeah. Few people know that you were one of the lead singers before Simon LeBond, so we wanted to know could you tell us what the music scene was like back then when the band started forming in Birmingham? Yeah, yeah. It was um it was just uh, coming out of the uh, punk era and they were getting sort of disco creeping in. And uh it was sort of um Cross, uh, you got the new, new so-called new romantic scene going on, where people were dressing up and uh, slapping the uh, the makeup on and stuff, and uh, it was like a, a sort of a coming out of that really. And you were with the band uh, TVI before Duran Duran. Yeah, I was with a, in a band called TVR, yeah, um, with a guy called Dave Cosworth and uh, Eamon Duffy, no relation to Stephen Duffy, another guy called Greg, yeah. And we were sort of a New York Dalsy type band looking, you know, with a sort of dark, with uh, eye makeup and stuff. And um, Duran Duran used to, well, Nick Rose used to come round to the house. We all lived in a house and we had a record, um, used to rehearse there. And Nick used to come round and take us because he, he's quite a fan of the band sort of thing. Tell us, tell us how you ended up replacing um, Stephen as uh, Duran Duran's lead singer. 
Well, uh, I left TVI and uh, Stephen joined TVI and uh, I saw Duran Duran and uh, thought, oh, that sounds good. And uh, I joined them. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Andy, it's Sean. Uh, What time is it over there, by any chance? Uh, Hang on, I'll have to look at my mobile. Wait a minute. Yeah, I had a feeling. (laughs) I think it's about half past. Hang on, let me just. Yeah. Have you been partying? Oh, it's four thirty now. Four thirty in the morning or afternoon? Four thirty in the afternoon. Oh, all right. Hot, hot, hot. <laughs> no, I've been partying. I feel a bit. I haven't been partying. I just feel a bit tired. I think it's the heat. Yeah. We're not used to it over here. We don't. We don't. We're not geared up with all your air conditioning things you have in the state. <laughs> Are you kidding me? It's hot it's as hell the, down uh, here. Yeah, we're used to rain, rain, rain over here. English is like you know, it's like your weather. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Andy, I want to ask you, did you have a, a, a hand at any of like the later hits that we knew from Duran Duran? Was there anything that you guys were working on when you were with the band that later became hits? Yeah. <laughs> well, there's one song that uh, was a particular favorite, which was uh, I did in uh, TVI, which is called Stevie's Radio Station. And I did that with Duran Duran as well. And... Uh, that later sort of they sort of changed a few words here, here and there, and uh, it became Rio. <laughs> and then there was another song, yeah. And then there was another song that I wrote because I was working at uh, Cadbury's. So I don't know if you've heard of the chocolate, but I was working there on the night shift. I used to write songs. It was so boring, and uh, I wrote uh, this uh, little melody. Um, sort of carry it in my head so I got home put it down on tape found some words and we got girls on film wow and that was uh, another one <laughs> so do you get residuals for those yeah. still? did you get any cash yeah, for those? I got uh, uh, 600 pounds sterling <laughs> <laughs> which was, was yeah 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 so when you hear those songs on the radio oh, no, what? When you hear those songs, oh, on yeah, the... I'd sort of, I'd, uh, I'd try and have to stop myself from feeling sad, but you know, that's the music business, isn't it? Yeah, you I guess know. so. I mean, they used to pay those fantastic blues players like a penny a song. Yeah, or right, like exactly. That, you, know, so you were down it, at the crossroads. We have to be philosophic. We have to be philosophical, don't we? I guess that's the only way to look at it, <laughs> right? You hang yourself. <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, yeah, there is that. <laughs> Swinging. Swinging <laughs> yeah. But, uh, no, yeah. You know, at least I don't get all the half of all those beautiful groupies and all that <laughs> money to worry about. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh, this is Hello? Kathy, and I was wondering what you were up Kathy. to now. Um, I heard you perform sometimes right. as Candy Wicked. Yeah, I'm a, I do uh, Candy Wicked, yeah, which is uh, my, my act is sort of a, a virtual act at the moment. Um, I do, because I do animation, 
uh, confused around emotions, so I've mixed myself as this character in with these uh, computer characters and uh, made a little film. It's a version, like a, a dark version of um, Girls on Film. And uh, it sort of went to number one on MySpace. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I saw there. that. It's, re- it's really not. cool. It's, I like it a lot. Oh, yeah, cheers. <laughs> well, I've got the rest of it, but I'm just looking for someone who all, uh, has got the guts to put it out. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's got a few, uh, you know, stigmas, like, uh, get attached to it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that's ready to roll. The whole thing's done there uh, in the can. I'm um, also in a biker band um, called Filthy Teddy. Um, I'm in a band called the Werewolves. <laughs> They're all quite dark, and yeah, and I do my own stuff as well. Andy Wickett, acoustic. I'm in a band called World Service, which is my stuff where I play electric guitar and there's bass and drums. So, and then the rest of the time, I'm I'm doing my animation. At the moment, I'm doing uh, an Asian video for Samira. Uh, which is a, uh, an updated version of Beauty and the Beast. But uh, that keeps me pretty busy because it takes, well, usually about three months to do a film, uh, sort of a pop video. So I'm pretty busy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, Andy, it's Steve again. What does the uh, current Birmingham music scene think of Duran Duran today? Um, who are they? <laughs> That's what they <laughs> Well, the younger ones uh, don't seem to take much notice, and uh, the back, I mean, the people in the the the, uh, the guys in the um, the biker band have really, they've sort of heard the name, but they don't really. I mentioned girls on film to them, and I said, "What? Who wants that?" It's so it's like, yeah. I mean, there are. I suppose it's people my age sort of still. Uh, go for it, go for them, you know. But I think the younger ones have sort of passed them by, and the older ones never sort of got it in the first place. Really, yeah. Do you do you still see any of the guys anymore? Or have you caught any of their live shows on their tour? Uh, I went to the last one. I took my uh, three-year-old Oliver to see, it and uh, he thought it was great and all the lights. Thank <laughs> But you uh, sort of started falling asleep halfway through. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, no, I, I thought that that's quite good. Did you go yeah, backstage? I mean, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought it best not to. No, I thought that I'd just uh, no, because I, I want to no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. What? Well, thanks for joining us today, Andy. We really appreciate uh, hearing how it was like okay. in the beginning. Wow, that was great. So anyway, if you want to hear some of Andy Wickett's music, you go to his MySpace page. It's at www.myspace.com slash Andy Wickett. You can also buy his CDs, which includes that Duran uh, Duran demo back in the late 70s with Andy singing Girls on Film at his official website, which is www.andywickett.com. Wow, he's like the hardest working musician in Birmingham. He's like in eight bands, I think. Yeah, and you know what? He sounds like a rock star. He's got that cool rock star sound. Yeah, he does. He does. I did yeah. an interview with him on our blog, and uh, if you ever want to check out our blogs, go to blogs.tampabay.com. I write a blog called Stuck in the 80s, and Sean writes a fantastic blog called uh, Pop Music. 
doesn't really have a name, does it, my blog? No. It, it needs has, a name. It, all it, it has a name. Send in your name. It has character, and that's more important than Oh, that's nice. You're really nice. Yeah. You're gentle today. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kathy, what's your favorite Duran Duran song slash video? Um, God, it's hard. I can use it. My favorite video was Night Boat. Listen to rising Michael Jackson saw it and and ripped it off and for Thriller because there's zombies really? because there's zombies oh, in man. it there's Sweet. zombies in it there's uh, some acting there's uh, Shakespeare what what album is that off of that is off Duran Duran the very first one oh that's the one that I was that's probably cruising yeah. down Mooney Boulevard with down. cousin Todd and yep, Nightboat with Nightboat well you know I'm a pop populist so all these rarities you know they're fun but I want some hits give me another hit please please tell me Hi, this is Ella Avar from Louisville, Kentucky, and I am totally stuck in the 80s, and Duran Duran rules. Fantastic greeting by Ella Avar. She's one of the... Uh She's one of the biggest fans of the podcast and a huge Duran Duran fan. Her and I talk all the time via email about the band. Kathy, do you feel a little threatened by Ella? Oh, no. I don't feel threatened. I can take her. No. Yeah. You know, it's Ella, all good to meet Ella, a fellow Duranny. Did, um, did Ella say what her favorite Duran Duran song is? She asked for a couple songs. She's uh, she's more of a fan of some of their later stuff and asked us not to ignore some of the bands. Oh, I know, because, you know, they were much maligned in the later years, and they did some really good stuff. They like did. What? Like what? I really like All She Wants Is. You know, before the show started, uh, Steve Spears was warming up his voice, <laughs> chanting all she all wants she is, and wants. staring into my eyes, and I, I swear I was like cowering in a corner. <laughs> I'm sorry. You were like a Yelling, vampire. puppies, puppies. <laughs> it's like what you don't understand is I, mean, I spent the majority yesterday editing all these songs for the podcast, and I must have heard all she wants is about 300 times <laughs> trying to figure out what... And that's not a bad thing. Yes, it is. Oh, no. I'll tell you what's a bad thing. <laughs> Having to edit this song 300 times. Hey guys, this is your good buddy Six calling from New York City, and I just wanted to uh, wish you guys a happy one-year anniversary. Woo! Six is my favorite uh, stuck in the '80s listener of Aww. all time. She? She's That's a Hall sweet. of Famer. She's yeah. great. I, Six this... always said Six was with us. Really early, yeah. I mean, six started listening maybe fifteen shows in. 
Yeah. yeah. She, was, she was one of the first people to call when nobody was calling yeah. us and leaving fan I, I think Remember that, producer Dave? It's appropriate that she's on the anniversary podcast. Yeah. I don't know how she's going to feel about being tucked, tucked in the in, wild, oh, boys. wild boys. You know, even I was Is just... Is that wa- random, Steve? Do you randomly put no, people... No, I figured she kind of thought of us as a bunch of wild boys. Wild boys. boys. Uh, <laughs> so speak for that. yourself. Six is great. Well, you know, I was watching Three to Get Ready last night, which is one of the Duran Duran documentaries, available only on video. And uh, John was even saying that Wild Boys was not a very good song. Now, that came out on Arena, right? Yes, which was that their was live the live album that they recorded on the 7 and the, the Ragged Tiger, Tiger Tour, Tour, and then Wild Boys was the one studio Bit song. of trivia, Arena was the first CD I ever bought. Wow. And I didn't even own a CD player at the wow. time. Wow. So I had to take it over to my friend's house to listen to, to it. To listen to it. No, I had it on oh, vinyl, cool. with, and it came with the posters of oh, each of man. them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, that's that. one of those. Yeah, still I, I still have all my Duran Duran vinyl. I got rid of everything except for that. And Oh, and I have a couple Power Station ones, too, which we need to discuss Duran Duran side projects. Right, because, I mean, it's important to notice that while Duran Duran as a group has never actually disbanded. True. Some of their members did go on um, and do some side projects side and side projects. bands. And one of which is the aforementioned uh, Power Station. Power Station, yes. Now, who was in Power Station? Power Station was John Taylor and Andy Taylor. And then Robert Tony Thompson. Robert Palmer. And then Tony Thompson was the drummer. And then when they toured, Robert Palmer decided not to tour. So Michael DeBar was the lead singer. For I, Power didn't Station. I didn't yeah. know that. I didn't know that either. Robert Palmer didn't tour with them. No, wow. he didn't. It was Jeez, Michael feel- DeBar. What else did he have going on? Were you a big just, Robert Palmer? Were you a big uh, Power Station fan, Sean? No. I, I hated it. But that. actually, I liked no. the two hits. Yeah. No, I, I, I liked can't the hits. stand the two hits. No. The two hits were, Kathy? Uh, Bang a Gong and uh, Some Like It Hot. Some Like It Hot. Which one was and, released first? I think Some Like It Hot. Some Like It Hot. Yeah. Yeah. Bang a Gong is the one that really irritates. That's a Bang remake, on the, right? The, yeah. the T-Rex. Oh. Right, the cover of T-Rex. <laughs> Hate that song. Worst beginning ever. What are you talking about? It it makes my skin crawl when I hear that. It's everything you're about. The the hip thrusting percussion. The aggressive knuckly guitar riffs. I know. I I just the backup singers. My stomach. Yeah, I love that. Oh, my stomach was turning listening to that. I have it on my iPod. I don't have some like a hot dog. I gotta get that. Man, I can't stand. Power Station is probably one of my least favorite bands of the eighties. Well, how did you feel about the other band, Arcadia, which was Nick and Simon and Roger? No, Arcadia, in my mind, is sort of like some of the lesser Duran Duran tunes. You know, like you look for some of their albums, you're like, "Eh, that's an okay song, but I wouldn't like find myself humming it. That's kind of how I feel about. Oh, see, I finally I had to track down. The CD because I was I had it on vinyl of course but do you have a favorite song by them I do I um I really like the one that stings on the promise I didn't know who's on that yeah Fantastic. oh that, the the other thing about this Grace Jones is on this of uh, Sting they have all kinds I, of I have a little thing for Grace Jones oh oh wait yeah Grace Jones <laughs> I, yeah. Oh, I, I gotta see Grace Slick for a second <laughs> oh please no 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 Slick. no but Grace Jones who is also in View to a Kill yes she is. Dreams, 
remember that song. Yeah. Sure. I didn't, didn't know that was them. Yep. It doesn't and sound like them too. at all. No, I know. No, you like I that like song, but you don't like Bang a yeah, Gong, Get It On? Please don't just start with that bang song. Bang a Gong, girl. Get It On. That's what you've been doing your whole life. <laughs> it's, the, it's the theme song to Steve Spears' life, <laughs> and he hates maybe it. Maybe I just don't like the self-evaluation of, that it implies. I just, Perhaps. Perhaps. Oh. oh, but you do mention, before we went to the song, you mentioned uh, View to a Kill. Oh, yeah. Which <laughs> I had the 45. Oh, wow. You don't. I had the 45. Oh. I know. It, that song does so not I. hold so up. Do, no, That it song doesn't. does not. I skip over it this morning. Oh, I skipped over listening to the greatest. I know. And I'll, it'll be ever imprinted in my brain. Well, this um, they played this the last time the original lineup ever played live at Live Aid. They played this song? They played this song, and Simon's voice cracked oh. in the beginning. And my mother, to this day, still taunts me about it. Hey, all you there at Stuck in the 80s. This is CJ from up in Milton, New Hampshire. Just wanted to call and congratulate you on your one-year podcast anniversary. And uh, thanks so much, because we love what you do, and we are so stuck in the 80s. Meeting you with a view to a in my mind, the best Bond uh, 80s theme is uh, The Living Daylights by AHA. I love that, too. You know, I was at the Norwegian premiere for oh. The Living Daylights. I swear to God, because AHA did it. Oh, yeah. I was a... I was a <laughs> Uh-huh. That's one of my favorite podcasts ever. I told the story. I was an exchange student in Norway, and uh, they took me to, and I was with an affluent family, and they took me to the, uh, I sat right next to uh, my host sister, Trina. Mama, no. Yeah, it was great. I but remember anyway, that story. And, and when the AHA song played, everyone went, went oh, crazy. yeah. It's a great song. But the movie, uh-huh. View to a Kill, the theme song, not so great. So... They split apart. Yes. One they go. They don't split because well, Durant always st- stays. But. They do their they do their side projects, and then before that, Roger Roger decides to leave the band. Goes to a farm. This. Goes to a farm. Goes retires. Farm. We don't see him again until Astronaut, and then Andy also goes off for his solo career, and then the next reincarnation of Duran Duran is just Simon, Nick, and John. And then later, Warren becomes a full time. I remember member Andy of the band. did some work with Belinda Carlisle. Doesn't Andy Taylor play the guitar? On yes, About you? Uh, yes, yes. By the way, and Roger barely did. spoke when I interviewed all those guys. Yes, really he's nice. painful, painfully shy, painfully which is shy. one of the reasons barely, why so he, he one of the, just what, didn't talk. The fans really loved him, though. I mean, a lot, oh, yeah. a lot of people loved John, but wouldn't you oh, say that Roger John. was probably second? No, no, Nick. I would My say sister, John Nick. and Nick. Oh, but Simon, John and Nick were probably. It's funny and Simon, about that because yeah. Simon was the lead singer, but I think yeah, a lot of girls love John. A lot yeah. of Nick fans. Oh, a lot Simon of Nick might fans. Be third. Yeah, because I think because he was so. And then Roger. And then, say Andy, and then my there was my friend Marianne who liked Andy just because well no one else liked Andy. Oh, that's <laughs> sweet. My sister was a huge Roger Taylor fan, oh. and every time and I'd have to back up videos for like the split second that they would ever show. Oh, exactly. You know, I've never seen. So it. she always watched the beginning of Planet Earth sixteen thousand times because that's where he is. Uh, sorry for that trip way back into uh, ancient history. Let's. I want to talk about how the band got back together again recently. And probably nobody yeah. knows that better than you, Kathy. 
Well, yeah. Um, they decided um, probably around early 2000, there were rumors of them to get back together. And then they, they did get back together in 2001, the entire original lineup. Um, around that time, Warren left and did some stuff with missing persons again. Um, and they recorded Astronaut, which was so exciting for hardcore Duran fans because it was the first time the original lineup had been back in 20 years. So. And they toured? Almost. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was there. Did you? I, oh, yeah. I've seen the live CD. I saw the, I've seen the DVD. I of saw it. the pre-tour when they were warming up before the album actually came out. Oh, yeah. And uh, big technical snafus. And I this was before I interviewed them. And I'd later ask about that show. And these guys are so meticulous. I mean, they pretty are perfectionists, you know? Oh, yeah. And they take live gigs seriously. And they oh, yeah. all remembered that exact show. Yeah. And they're like, I remember because you know they what? started they, late, which they never do. They kept playing. I mean, they just kept, they're like, oh, we just fought through it. And they all kind of looked at you like, oh, that DC show it was so bad. But, you know, I mean, that says something about them. They just oh, kept yeah. playing. They could have walked they off do. in a hop. I mean, Simon was telling jokes at one point when they were trying <laughs> to fix the equipment. So. But yeah, but did you like uh, on Astronaut? Did you like the album? Be honest, I, I did. There's reach part, out was yeah. it? Reach out for the sunrise. Reach out, yeah. That's not too. That's not yeah. too bad. Yeah, it's kind of like, like generic it. Duran Duran yeah, with like the rouse, the crescendos and the yeah. chorus. Yeah, but uh, it's not bad. It's not a bad album at all. Steve, did you hear it? No. <laughs> no. Oh, because he's old school. Duran I'm old school. Duran. Yeah, you don't oh, listen to anything but, after '89, yeah. pretty much. Wow. Well, I'm Even glad the I... band is back together because it gives us a, a chance to celebrate them. And to celebrate ourselves and celebrate our bodies, right? And yeah. I wanted to say, you know, before we, before we wrap it up, I want to give a special call out to a lot of the other special co-stars we've had on the show over the last year. It's been Christina Koicha, Dave Reeder, Steve Persaw, John Sharp, Lee Iadarola, Eric Dagens, Rick Gershman, Sharon Fink, and uh, a special uh, guest who sent his own greeting to us. <laughs> I'm Lieutenant Frank Rappin, police squad. Actually, it's Chase Spires, and I'm calling from Denver. No, no, I swear. All right, Frank, sit down. I just wanted to say congratulations on a great year of podcasting, and just like all of you, I'm still stuck in the 80s. Frank, anything else to add? I'm not wearing any underwear. Thank you, Frank. Thanks to Chase Squires. Yeah, we former, miss Chase. Chase, oh, former TV Chase. critic at the uh, at the Times, and he's now working for the AP out in Denver. And the mm-hmm. ironic thing is that we put him in the song Tiger, Tiger, um, which is kind of close because he's probably being attacked by a mountain lion. Right? <laughs> mountain lion, <laughs> exactly. Of run, uh, through the Rockies. So, Chase, we miss you, and that's a great, that's a very, very funny. Uh, yes. I want to uh, give a special thanks to uh, Gina Vivanetto, who was the original co-host of Stucky in the 80s, and she's not here anymore. But uh, without her and her energy and her enthusiasm for the 80s, this would never have been a successful podcast. And some of my favorite times doing this show were the early ones when Gina was around and she uh, constantly insult me, (laughs) belittle belittle me, but then at the end build me back up again into the man I've become. So Gina, I I love you and I miss you. uh, We miss you. Take care. Get well soon. Get well soon. We love you. There's a lot of other people out there who've helped uh, make the show great over the years. There's a, a, a group of people who are taking our podcast and spreading it beyond uh, your iTunes and broadcasting it over on uh, 
radio and internet radio. I'm talking about John Watson at TNR Radio in Newcastle, England, Richard Phelps of Retro Hit Radio in Auckland, New Zealand, who's broadcasting our podcast now. That's so cool. And uh, the infamous David Peterkovsky of, Mater- of Memory Lame Radio. He's the one responsible for our Zippy show opener every week. Yes. Yeah, Peterkovsky, he's our harshest critic. That's our, when we do well, he'll tell us. He'll tell he'll us. He'll let us know. He's there for us. It's always good. When he likes the show, you know it's top notch. Yeah. He's, he's our toughest critic and our, and our greatest fan. But uh, the show obviously would not be complete without the expert uh, work. Here it comes. Here come the waterworks. Here, <laughs> Here come the waterworks. Look um, away. We call him Look the away. maestro. I'm feeling beclamped. He's really uh, he's our sound engineer. He's our coach. He's, he's our friend. And his name is Dave Morrison. You never get to hear his voice, but uh, no. Dave, are you in there? Yes, I am, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank you for oh, for everything. Aww. Hey, Dave, what's your thank favorite you. uh, podcast of the first year? What's your favorite one we've done? Oh, that's so unfair. I I still like. Uh, well, your stories are always good. I always like the uh, the Mama No story. <laughs> <laughs> Mama No. Mama No. Again, me in Norway, behaving badly. Yeah, it's, it's just not a great a podcast man. without a good Sean Daly story. No, and that's that's my, that's probably my favorite. That's the ACDC versus Guns N' Roses, right. which was a real sausage fest, but it's still kind <laughs> wow. of fun. Uh, Kathy, what's your favorite? Gosh, um, I would have to say, well, probably Heather's because that was my first one, and we dragged Steve kicking and screaming to do the Heather's one. But also, I like the Thriller one. Thriller's probably the, th- yeah. Thriller's Thriller's probably pro- the best one ever. If you haven't heard it yet, check it out. I mean, everything from production to witticisms to... I think there's a Steve story. They're about human oh, nature. Yes. Steve oh, Steve descending human- upon some poor it. innocents <laughs> to the tunes of uh, human Michael nature. Jackson's Human Nature. I'll so. never listen to Human Nature the same way ever I'll just, ne- I'll just never listen to it again. <laughs> Good point. And Steve, what's your favorite podcast? You know, I like the ones from right when you and I started doing them for the first time because we got into a lot of the guy-only topics. So if you look at um, mixtapes and the coming-of-age episode where we talk about sex nonstop with a reason, <laughs> <laughs> I think those are hilarious. I think if anyone really wants a comic uh, relief, go back and listen to the mixtape. And you and Chase did that great one on Miami Vice. Miami Vice. That is that's oh, still – I'm yeah. glad you reminded me yeah, about that Yeah, that's a case. good one. Any one of the ones with Chase, Miami Vice, Ferris Bueller, and TV in the 80s are all three great episodes, and they all because of the uh, genius of Chase Squires. He's a funny, funny man. He is. The other thing that's missing is uh, throw out to our fans because we love you. We love getting emails from you. You can email us anytime at stuckinthe80s at tampabay.com. As always, response guaranteed. Bilski, Kentari. Yeah, Bilski. <laughs> Bilski. We know them just by their one named uh, yes. nicknames Lou. Sweet Lou. Lou. Six. Do you say six? Six, of course. Uh, Igor in Ukraine oh, yes. was nice enough to send us a uh, Soviet era soccer jersey this week. Oh, that's he so is. cool. We love you, Igor. Peter Ryan in Montreal, CJ, Bass Note, many others, too numerous to mention. You Stuart. hear their voices every week, and uh, we're glad you're a part of Stuck in the Did you say Denny? Denny, Denny, Denny Denmark. Denmark. First person to ever email me. First fan oh, mail in Denmark. And Stuart, my first fan in Nova Scotia. That's right. <laughs> we all remember our first. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, we're going to take next week off to recover from the hangover that I'm sure we'll all have tomorrow morning after recording this doozy. Well, yes. We're going to prepare ourselves for the big MTV 25th anniversary yes. week, the festivities and the podcast. But until then, Sean, Kathy, Mr. Maestro, Dave Morse, and I will remain here firmly stuck in the 80s. See everybody. Bye-bye. My name is Rio and she dances.
Stuck in the 80s is produced by the online departments of the St. Petersburg Times and TBT. The weekly podcast is engineered by Mr. Dave Morrison. Special thanks to David Peterkovsky for our show opener. If you'd like to blog us, please do. Our blog address is www.tampabay.com slash blogs slash 80s. And remember, you can subscribe to the show at iTunes. Yeah.